Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is the Captain's America, Third Watch, with host Matt Bruce on Underground USA. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. Coming to you live from Tampa. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll free. 877-969-8600. He's on the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Monday morning edition of the Captain's America Third Watch. I'm your host, retired fire rescue captain, Matt Bruce, as we broadcast tomorrow's news tonight right here from my Salem Media Group, Tampa, Florida, flagship station, and my Moss Family Automotive Studio to great radio stations all across America, across the Caribbean, and around the world, too, via the Internet and the satellite. And a special shout-out goes out to our active duty military and veterans, along with a salute to our first responders, our EMS, firefighters, and police, our hospital and ER room workers, our 911 dispatchers, the Customs and Border Patrol security officers, the U.S. Coast Guard, and all those helping to keep us free and safe in a coronavirus effort. Now, to everybody that's working right now, regardless of what it is you're doing, however you're doing it, thanks so very much for keeping America moving along. And you can follow us on Facebook, the official Captain's America Third Watch Facebook page. When Parlor comes back, we're over there as the Captain's America. We're also on Twitter, at Captain's America. We're on MeWe, the Captain's America. And don't forget to check out our website, thecaptainsamericathirdwatch.com. So, starting off this segment of the program, we've got the man, the myth, the legend, the guy from the underground. Aha. Frank Salvato. Good morning, Frank. <laughs> that's my uh, that's my union labors outside the window working on the big six uh, story hotel over there. They're getting ready to open it. We got a hide house over here. They're getting ready to open, and I mean they're getting right down to the nitty gritty right now. They were hoping to have yeah. it open to about eighty thousand people uh, in the Super Bowl, but that's not going to happen. But oh well, it's what it is. Are you ready to say the pledge? You got it. 
I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag, to the flag of, of the United States, States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Now, we emphasize the two words, under God, because our great country was founded on Judeo-Christian values. Well, first of all, I'm going to start out with something I teased the audience before you came on. CNN right now, <laughs> and the one and only Brian Stetler on his program, Reliable Sources, has had a couple of guests in the last couple of weeks, and they are talking about closing down Newsmax and One America News Now because they dare, dare to do such things as report the news. They are they are suffering from election denialism and they're going to have it deplatformed from the cable and satellite systems across the nation because they're just not telling the people the way things really are. Yeah, talk about delusional. I suppose back in the day, NBC would have loved to have said we have to close down CBS, too. You know, CNN doesn't have the power to nope. do jack. Nope. And and with the seven people that still watch CNN, ah. I'm sure that the <laughs> influence of Brian Stetler is just enormous. You know, we we want to shut down opposing viewpoints in the in the media world. You know what? Sit down. Shut up. You know, your your ratings right there mandate that you shouldn't be listened to when it comes about eliminating competition. But when a news outlet starts talking about blatant and overt censorship, mm-hmm. you know, I it's down is up, right is right is left, black is white. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll talk about living in an alternative div- dimension. Yep. I, I, you know, Seinfeld couldn't make that stuff up. Well, Newsmax is number four, directly behind number three, CNN, and they are about to go uh, by them. They really are. And not very far behind them, also in the top ten, I believe they're at number eight or nine, is One American News Now. And they're coming up like a house of fire. So CNN is losing advertisers. By the way, they're losing huge amounts of money. Huge amounts of money. They actually are on this on the uh, auction block, if you will, the chopping block for one hundred and fifty billion dollars. He who comes up with it can buy them. Yeah, and, and that's another thing. They're for sale. They're doing so bad. They're in the red, mm-hmm. and they're for sale. But they're advocating for silencing their opponents. It, it'd be like a a football team in 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 fourth place mm-hmm. saying that. The football teams in fifth and sixth, they shouldn't be in the NFL anymore. Now, I want to mention uh, something which will take us probably into the next segment. We were talking about this uh, off the air. Um, Richard Grinnell yesterday came out and uh, talked about, well, actually not yesterday. It was letter part of last week. Talked about the shadow president and the shadow government that would be uh, in the Biden administration. Now, his words were, not mine, his words, I think you need to watch Susan Rice very closely. Why is that? Because she is the mouthpiece for the apparatus that has never left Washington. She is, she is the outside, she is the figurehead of the apparatus that has never left Washington since the beginning of the Obama administration. There's two names you haven't been hearing a lot of unless you listen to this show for the last four years. And that's Valerie Jarrett and mm-hmm. Eric Holder. Mm-hmm. 
So you, you've got somebody who was an operative in the Obama administration who routinely fell on the sword when things didn't go well, if, if we go back and look at very mm-hmm. recent history, who, is, who has been installed in the, in the Biden administration, along with a multitude of other mm-hmm. Obama administration retreads. Yeah. You know, and anybody who thinks that Valerie Jarrett isn't pulling the strings on this doesn't a doesn't is doesn't understand recent history, and b doesn't understand what the Obama administration was all about. The the Biden administration is just going to be an extension of what they did for eight years. Mm-hmm. Trump was a bump in the road. This is the fundamental transformation of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is a continuation of what Obama started. They just have to catch up on some ground they lost because Hillary didn't win. All right, hold that thought because it's perfect timing with the music coming in. Uh, Frank and I are going to continue this because there's another couple of names in the mix here that uh, uh, haven't uh, been mentioned in this go-around, and we'll get into that. And a lot of people have been asking me about this, about, you know, how can this happen? How can this happen? Well, you've got Barack Obama's third term coming in. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Online at theanswersarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. All right, Frank Salvato from the undergroundusa.com website, the podcast and the articles that he writes. And what's uh, what's that magazine or whatever that you write for? Hi, I'm writing political uh, political news for nationalfile.com. Okay. Now, <clears throat> over the weekend, I've had a lot of people that have come up to me and said, hey, Captain, what do we do now? <laughs> well, the answer is pretty simple. We need to gather in groups. We need to get ourselves formed and organized right now. If you're not already in a group, go find it and start learning how to play politics like some of us have been doing for a number of years, yourself included. Because together in large groups, we the people have immense power, and that power is magnified when you use it at the local and state level. And when you really know how to do it, and you call up somebody to schedule an appointment, they go, oh, what group are you with? Say, oh, I'm with the American Legion. Uh, I'm a retired firefighter. Uh, I'm with Tea Party Manatee. And right away they go, uh-oh. And they start thinking about the numbers of those people. Suddenly, you've got a voice at the table. Well, for two years, sadly, we're going to have to eat it and smile. Uh, we can we can thank the the election in Georgia for that. Um, and you know, we we have a corrupt apparatus at, at a local level in in several battleground states. Yep. And the only way to fix that is to apply pressure at the county level uh, to ensure that what happened during the 2020 general election with the with the the ballot tampering and election fraud yep. never happens again. Yep. You know, it, you just can't. And and people in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin, uh, you have to make sure that your legislatures claw back the power to seat electors from the executive branch 
per your constitutions, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that has to be rectified immediately because obviously you can't trust your executive branches to do the will of the people. Mm-hmm. You know, when you've got legislatures screaming, we, we disagree with who we're seating as electors, then you've got a problem at your state level. So that has to be rectified and only pressure from inside your state can, can rectify that. Mm-hmm. But for two years, because of the way the election did turn out, we have to eat it and smile. Mm-hmm. And if you recall, the last time there was one-party rule in in Washington, D.C., we were given Obamacare. Well, the, the, yep. what we're going to have to, to swallow this time around is the Great Reset, and we had better push back as hard as we can, because if they move to a digital currency, mm-hmm. they they will have the power to shut off your money if you don't do what you're told with the flip of a button. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing how devastating that can be with the, with the parlor issue. Mm-hmm. When, it, when when you when that digital off button gets hit, it, it's crippling. Mm-hmm. Now here's the other thing, and you just mentioned it, and you hit the nail right on the head because this is what I've been talking about for for ever since you've known me. All politics are local; they all mm-hmm. start at the local level. And you just drove a point home that emphasizes my point. These, these supervisors of elections in some of these counties and some of these states, to include Michigan, to include Minnesota, to include Nevada, to include Arizona, to include Pennsylvania, to include Georgia, those are local positions. You need to get those people the hell out of office. If they screwed around with those votes in your state, Vote them out the next time they come around. Run some, vet somebody, vet some people. Put them in there that that are capable of doing the job instead of these people that usually wind up with political paybacks, and that's why they're in there to begin with. Yeah, this was this was something that the right just kind of stood there, deer in the headlights with, while George Soros knew exactly what he was doing with his Secretary of State project. He understood that the secretaries of state in in most of the fifty states are are the final word on elections, with all of the county election supervisors certifying their votes at a county level and then direct them onto the states so that the secretaries of state can certify those votes, giving them now to their executive branches mm-hmm. to to seat electors. Yeah. So in every state that George Soros gave money to to elect a secretary of state you've got a you've got a corrupt influence in those positions mm-hmm. those people have to be expunged so do your homework in mm-hmm. your state and find out if Soros had money involved in the elections of your secretaries of state and then focus on your county supervisor of elections and make sure mm-hmm. that they are squeaky clean and I'm going to expand that by one more district attorney because all these people that are being released from our jails because, oh, they're overcrowded. Oh, we got COVID. Oh, don't worry about this person. No, they're not going to do anything. They're not a dangerous criminal. And then they go out and kill somebody or they go out and rape somebody. This is, again, part of George Soros' project. He was giving money to district attorneys around the country, including the one that was now uh, taken out of her office uh, over there in St. Louis County. Remember the one over there with the couple with the gun? Yeah, they were. She was disqualified from from prosecuting that case. Correct, but she was put in there by George Soros' money. Yeah, and and he didn't do it to to flood the system with criminals. What he did was he wanted to make sure that there was no prosecution for any election fraud. 
you know, remember this guy. This guy, in his youth, in order to survive, sold out his neighbors to the Nazis. So he doesn't really care if you live or die. Yeah, and he wants to see the fundamental change. Yeah, and there's no excuse for people that work all day and they come home. They're tired. All they want to do is rest in the center. No, you got to get involved. You got to start paying attention because if you don't, shame on you. You're going to get what you don't want because you're not paying attention. We need to wake the hell up. People in people in the, in the former Soviet Union, in the, in the former USSR. Yep. If you would have asked them four years before that country dissolved, if that would have happened, they would have laughed in your face. Yep. Reagan Reagan said it. You're only one generation from losing away from losing it all, and and right now with this moment in time where we are facing the embracing of 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 the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, this is the transformative tool. And we're in a position where we, where the people who understand and love the Constitution almost don't have anything to say about it for two years. Mm-hmm. Well, we are fortunate, you and I, in the fact that we have a couple of very popular platforms out there. You have the UndergroundUSA.com website where I would suggest everybody should go and take a look and get involved in what's going on. I have the Captain's America Third Watch with all the little different branches off it, including something called the Captain's Army. Now, I could probably get in trouble with that because somebody's going to go, oh, he's got an army. <laughs> an army? Well, you got a militia, man. Yeah, yeah, well, no, that's not what it's all about. It's about uh, listeners. I've got a fan page and this, that, and the other, and all that stuff. And we do um, uh, meet with people. We go out to different organizations, talk to them, this, that, and the other. We're going to be doing more of that. And uh, we're also going to be uh, telling people how to get involved in politics because it's not that difficult. No, it's not. But you can't just run into that arena and pretend you know what you're doing just because oh, no. you believe you have a good thought. No, there's a way to there's a way to go about things, and that's what the left understands. They organize well. The right has some catch up to do on that. Yeah, and Eric brings up a very good point. He's communicating through the chat room. He said, "When the wall fell, where and we're talking about the Berlin Wall." Where mm-hmm. did uh, all the communists go? Well, they went to public policy and education in the West. Um, yeah, well, they continued. They flooded. You know, the, the the Fabian socialists at the turn of the 20th century understood they needed to take the media and the education processes if they wanted to destroy the West. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing it very slowly with the Obama administration and the, and the, especially the fall of the wall. But then getting mm-hmm. into the Obama administration, it started to flood. Yeah. Now, can, by the way, can you stick around for another segment? Because we've just begun to fight. <laughs> yeah, you, you bet. You All bet. right. All right. Well, Frank's going Frank's gonna to stick around for another segment because we got a lot more to talk about here with this stuff i'm telling you i'm telling you i'm telling you people you got to get off your dead butts and you got to do something about this this is america we the people run the country and if we the people don't do our own due diligence you're going to get what you're going to get get off your butt you're listening to the captain's america third watch news insight passion am 9 30 the answer online at the answer sarasota.com am 930 the answer this portion of underground usa is brought to you by del vecchio defense instruction ddi hit your bullseye with ddi ddi offers nra certified instruction in basic pistol safety nra pistol marksmanship simulator training women on target and their non-lethal refuse to be a victim program you can also engage in DDI's non-lethal defense training 
where they have Warrior Workshops, Empower Hour, Safe Showings Workshops, Safe Hearts Workshops, and Damsel Sister Safety. To find out more, log on to bullseyeddi.com. That's bullseyeddi.com. Or email Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, at bullseyeddi.com. Back to my good friend, Frank Silvato, from the undergroundusa.com website. And by the way, Frank, thank you very much for sticking around because uh, we got a lot of people uh, going in the chat room over this. But here's the deal, and I want to I go back to where I was. Um, I'm not claiming to be a political guru, and neither are you. But due to the experiences that we've had in the past when we've been involved in politics to whatever degree it's been, we learned how to play the game. And it is a game. And most of it is all about money, correct? Yeah, money plays a very, very large part in politics. The other thing, and I don't, and I don't necessarily agree with this other thing, and, and money I don't agree with to, to the extent that money makes the world go around in politics, but it's a reality you have to embrace. Uh, the other thing that makes, especially on the right side of the aisle, is the it's my turn yeah. um, men- mentality, which I disagree with. You know, merit should be what rises, what makes someone rise to the top, not someone just because somebody's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is a problem in the Republican Party. There, for too long, we've been we've been adhering to the "it's my turn now," so I get to, I get to play I get to play the, the number one dog. Um, that mentality delivered us to where we are today. You know, we we made a lot of gains in the House, but we lost the White House and didn't know how to actually effectively fight to win what was taken. You know, um, we've we've ab- we've abdicated the the independent leadership of the local level uh, just to acquiesce to the national level, and and we can't do that because uh, we have to have effective, effective, potent leadership with a vision for the future mm-hmm. not just leadership that knows how to navigate the now mm-hmm. well what happened to me uh and i can briefly talk about this was i was at the local level uh i got all my ducks together i found out what the tax structure was all about i thought i was getting screwed blued and tattooed on my property taxes where i lived because i had a home the same as everybody else so same builder build them all the homes are almost identical but yet my tax bill was almost $4,000 higher than anybody else's. The excuse was, well, it's a newer home. Well, bull, <laughs> bull. And I went and got all my stuff together, and I challenged my, my I went to what was called a tax grievance day, uh, challenged it, put on a suit and tie and all that stuff. They went, and uh, what uh, what individual are you representing, sir? Because I walked in with an attache case. They thought it was a lawyer. And I says, no, I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a firefighter off duty, and I'm here to protest my taxes. So I did my little thing with them, and they it took them about 10 minutes to realize that I had my ducks in a row. And they said, you're right. We're going to lower your tax level down to where these other homes are at. So I got that. And then the town supervisor walked up to me with the chairman of the tax board. And he says, uh, they, they said to me, he said, you know, we'd, we'd like to have you uh, take over our little uh, thing here. And maybe you might want to become the chairman of the board because we have to go to full assessment here and raise our taxes because the state's going to full assessment. I said, raise your taxes. And they said, yeah. I said, you ought to be doing something totally different. He said, what's that? I said, you ought to be lowering them if you want to bring more business into the town and get some people to do whatever. Right. And they kind of looked at me kind of strange, and they went, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? 
And I said, well, here's what I got to plan to, uh, plan to do if you want me to do this. And, by the way, this paid me a whopping $500 a year at that time. <laughs> so so I, I did you that. Getting, you were getting rich and like, like the Pelosi's. No, no, but I did that, and uh, uh, they said, okay, well, we have to raise the taxes. I said, good, we'll raise the taxes, and then we'll lower them all 10%. Because we were going to raise them 10, now we're going to lower them back 10% to attract new businesses and give everybody a tax break that was there. Well, needless to say, the town took off. Within four years, we doubled our tax base. We had all kinds of businesses. That was an end of story. They wanted me to be the town supervisor, handed me a bunch of clam bake tickets and said, oh, by the way, the nomination is yours, or you can just give us $1,000 for the (laughs) tickets. So I said, what? And that's it. I walked away. I walked away. I said, no way in hell. No way in hell. All right, but anyway, let yeah, me. Yeah, you you want to buy this five thousand dollar pencil, don't you? Yeah. Now hold on a minute, because yeah. we got a. Let's see, we got a caller here. I, okay, is this Mary? Good morning. Yeah, what's up? Uh, I've been listening to you and looking at uh, what I've been thinking about and looking at, and in fact, I I understand uh, both sides, but I think I'm going to stick with the positive side because. I know what the other side looks like anyway, which is everything you've been talking about for the past 15 minutes. So I'm going to go with the positive side. And um, either way, you know, it's like more fun. So it's not more fun, but more dreaming-like thing. Because the alternative is exactly what you guys just said. Okay, got to go. Thank you. Okay, now we'll get one more caller there before we go back to what we were doing. Good morning, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is a backgammon boxer or Florida. Go for it. Just want to know why we haven't been getting more vaccines. Seems like they're shipping awful small amounts for the <laughs> amount they can theoretically make. Okay. Right, that's it, Cap. All right. Uh, Frank, let's see. What was that little problem we used to have when we were in emergency medical services on the ambulances and the fire rescue trucks? Wasn't it something called the uh, logistical chain of command where everybody had to sign everything in quadruplicate from one position (laughs) to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next? And it never went from point A to point B. It had to go through six different hands to get to you. That's what's going on here. Tell me I'm wrong. No, this is called bureaucracy, and and this bureaucracy uh, is thick from the national to the state to the local levels. This is part of what Trump was trying to to achieve. He needed at least another four years, and then maybe another eight years after that, in a in a successor yep. to to simplify and deregulate. Mm-hmm. This is what regulation looks like. Yep. Well, our country's at a crossroads. And as we move forward, folks, we need to expect better from our elected representatives. And we need to focus on the solutions that will help our cities, our towns, our states, and the entire country for the greater good of the nation. We need to take the measures to protect our First Amendment, to ensure the integrity of our elections, and to tackle the issues that matter the most. And guess what, folks? It all starts at the local level. And, and to to expound on on the difference in the thought patterns between the left and the right, you hear a lot, and this was the genesis of the politically correct movement, which is not legislated, but it's a shadow set of laws. Yeah. The I I feel you you hear I feel on the left. Mm-hmm. The right needs to oppose that by saying I know, mm-hmm. and in order to be able to say that, 
you must do your homework and you must do your research. You were talking about doing your research before you affected the change in your taxes. Yep. You can't just walk up to the, to the app to the political apparatus and say, no. "Well, I think this is the right thing to do, so we're going to go with it." I don't care what you no. think. What do you know? Yep. And if you want change, and Dee Dee brings up a very good point. Uh, she's a former union representative. She says, "If you want to get change, you need to change the players. To change players, you need to change." The mentality of the people. Truer words are never spoken. Absolutely. We've talked about hearts and minds. That's the same at the the lowest level of politics. Otherwise, you're not affecting any kind of change. And sometimes jettisoning the leadership is what you have to do if they're ineffective. Well, I I would start with Mitch McConnell in the Senate. It's time for some new blood. It, it would be nice if he would if he would take his his his, his Chinese mm-hmm. bank account and, and left the arena. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be. Um, whenever you have a leader of a, of a of a party in 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 the Senate calling for, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should look at the impeachment. Maybe we should just move on from this election. Maybe mm-hmm. we should just give up and roll over and yep. take it again. And That's I, not the kind of leadership we read that we yeah. need right now. And I think we're very lucky to have Governor Ron DeSantis down here in Florida. I'm very proud Absolutely. to say I supported him. He is standing up to these people and just knocking them down. Yeah, this guy is one of the premier governors in the country, and, and, and we should be very very thankful that, yep. that he's our governor and not kill yep. him. And I know a bunch of them that are in the farm system coming up. They're almost as good, if not better, than he is. So guess what? We're very blessed in this state. We're going to be in very good stock for a while. Well, Frank, I want to thank you for sticking around. We'll talk to you on Friday. Hopefully we talk some sense into the audience and maybe they'll get off their butts. Hey, stay low, my friend. All right, thank you. Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com, UndergroundUSA.com. Go over there, read his articles, find out what he writes about. He's just like you, he's just like me. I'll be back. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. The Captain's America Third Watch is syndicated by the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks and is heard by over 2 million people around the world daily. Underground USA is produced and syndicated by Compass Point Productions. Please subscribe to our podcast at iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Podcasts, Audible, and on podcast platforms like CastBox, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and anywhere podcasts are heard. All content is used with permission and pursuant to the dictates of the Fair Use Copyright Law. All guests have appeared at their own risk. 